with a look at radio on the go sports for this Monday morning. I'm Dwayne Carson's Caitlin Clark's buzzer beating three pointer lifted number six Iowa women to an 86 85 win over second rated Indiana yesterday. Clark, who scored 34 points and added nine rebounds and nine assists on Sunday, took the inbound pass from Kate Martin with a second and a half left, dribbled once, took an off balance shot from the right side that rolled in as the horn sounded. Indiana had held the Hawkeyes without a field goal in the final minute 30, taking an 85-83 lead on Mackenzie Holmes' two free throws. Iowa coach Lisa Bluter called a timeout and advanced the ball to midcourt to set up the game winner. Mackenzie Holmes led Indiana with 21 points. Now with the win, the Hawkeye women snapped a 14-game winning streak by the Hoosiers and finished with a tie with Maryland for second place in the Big Ten Conference. The Hawkeyes, with the thrilling win, ended the regular season 23-6 and six overall, 15-3 and three in the Big Ten. Iowa returns to the court Friday to begin their postseason run in the Women's Big Ten Tournament, which will be held up in Minneapolis. The 20th-rated Iowa State women's basketball team wrapped up the regular season, uh, wrapped up the season sweep that is over TCU on Saturday night at Hilton Coliseum with an 84-56 victory to improve to 17-8 and eight overall, 9-6 and six in the Big 12. The Cyclone Twister Sisters claimed their sixth straight win in the all-time series against Against the Horn Frogs. The defense stood out, forcing 17 turnovers and holding TCU to 35% from the floor. On the offensive side, the Cyclone ladies shot over 50% and knocked in nine three-pointers. Morgan Kane and Ashley Jones led the Cyclones with 39 combined points. Kane's 17 points uh, tied her career mark uh, as she set last season at home against TCU. Jones recorded her 14th 20-point game and 11th double-double of the season. Iowa State head coach Bill Finley says Jones was fantastic from the jump. Ash was the first half. I don't know that she can play any better. You know, she made the shot she was supposed to make. Her shot selection was great. Didn't turn the ball over one time. You know, I just... You know, she doesn't, you know, get a second in the four in the fourth quarter. But the the first half was one of those games. Like, okay, now now I know why people think she's the best player in the league. And that kind of performance was exactly what you know we've we've been spoiled with Ash. But everything she did was right. Finley says it was good to see the reserves get more opportunities in the blowout win. It's fun for the kids to play a lot to, to see the other guys go in and do some things. So a business-like effort for our team, one we needed to go get. Uh, hard to believe we're in the last week, but uh, proud of the way we played. The ISU women's basketball team travels to Lawrence, Kansas, coming up on Wednesday to meet the Jayhawks for a second time this season. Yesterday, Jacoby Gillespie led the Belmont men past Northern Iowa with 24 points off the bench in an 83-75 victory. Keyshawn Davidson added 17 points and had nine rebounds for the Bruins. The Panthers were led in scoring by Logan Wolf, who finished with 21 points. Michael Duax added 12 points and eight rebounds for Northern Iowa. Bowen Bourne had 11 points and two steals. The Panthers wrapped up the regular season at 9 and 11 MVC play uh, well they uh, were 9 and 11 in the Missouri Valley and 13 and 17 overall you and I begins postseason action coming up in the first round of the Missouri Valley Conference Arch Madness tournament that'll be in St. Louis coming up on Thursday listen for action on 98.9 KQCR also over the weekend, a very exciting win for the Iowa Hawkeye men who won 112 to 106 uh, coming from behind to get into overtime and uh, get the win there against Michigan State. 
And uh, men's college basketball on Saturday, Iowa State men fell to Oklahoma by a count of 61 to 50. Ellsworth Community College men defeated Southwestern 75 to 71, and Nyack took it on the chin to Northeast Community College 104 to 88. Other women's basketball games on Saturday, the Drake women fell to Belmont 83 to 77. The Northern Iowa women won big over Murray State 76 to 48. Also in women's basketball, the Wartburg women fell to Loris in the American Rivers Conference Finals. Loris wins the championship 72 to 61 over the Lady Knights. And the uh, Nyack ladies fell to Northeast Community College 67 to 56. Sub-state basketball on Saturday. Applington Parkersburg season comes to a close. The uh, preseason number one team in the state, Monticello, nips the third-rated Applington Parkersburg boys 56 to 53, denying the Falcons of a trip to Wells Fargo Arena. The Monticello Panthers will be going to Des Moines. Other sub-state games saw Gladbrook Rhinebeck over at Linville Sully 56-53. Dunkerton defeated Mason City Newman to go to state. The Raiders over the Knights. 68-64. North Lynn denies Wapsie Valley a trip to Des Moines, 72-51. The Lake Mills Bulldogs also will be staying home. They fell to the MFL Marmac Bulldogs, 57-48. And Roland Story tops Hudson, 55-51 in another sub-state championship matchup to determine state qualifiers. Turning to girls basketball, well, Clary and Goldfield Dow's girls basketball team had their season, season come to an end in the regionals against Garner Hayfield Ventura. The Cowgirls lost 61-3. to 39 and head coach Elizabeth Ennis breaks down the playoff loss with GHV. Garner hustled. They played very well. They drove to the basket a lot. They broke down our 3-2 zone pretty well. We ended up having to go to man-to-man in that second half, and we played man-to-man a lot better, actually. We kind of slowed them down and chipped away at the lead that they had built, and we got within six points in the third quarter. Honestly, we did some good things. We missed a lot of our little bunnies inside, just missed a ton of shots. And with the loss, the five Cowgirls have completed their high school basketball career at Clarence Goldfield Dows, who finishes the season at 10 and 12 overall, 7 and 7 in North Central Conference. Play, listen for more comments from Coach Ennis on the CGD girls' season. The North Butler girls' team had their season come to an end earlier this month in the Class 1A regional first round against St. Ansgar. The 50-15 to loss ended a five-win season for the Bearcats, but despite, despite placing eighth in the top of Iowa East, the year did see improvement to a program that won just two games the year before. North Butler head coach Jordan Knowles says that things are already looking better after one season at the helm. It was uh, overall a, a great first year of coaching. Aside from looking at the record, there's a lot of progress made, a lot of fundamentals that have been worked on, and I, I'd say overall the, the program's looking better than it did last year, which is what we want. Coach Knowles says that even though his Bearcats didn't reach their team objective for the year, everyone still enjoyed the growth of the program. Our goal was to win to win uh, eight games this year, which, you know, our goal is our goal. Other teams have, have different goals, like West Fork, obviously. Do we meet the goal? No, but in the long run, I know that I've talked to a lot of the girls, and I do a lot of talking with the girls, and, and I know they had fun. There was bonding activities. We went to a UNI game, had a lot of fun there, had a lot of fun at practices, worked hard. Overall, I think the girls really enjoyed it and never wanted the season really to be over or gave up on it. 
And the North Butler's best wins of the season came at South Winnesheek, a three-point win in the season opener, followed by a double-digit victory at Janesville, as well as Nashville Plainfield, that gave the Bearcats a three-and-four start. Bearcat junior Casey Weibke was the bright spot on the team. They went three-and-thirteen in conference play. The center was a force to be reckoned with inside, finishing the year averaging nearly nine points and 13 rebounds per game and two-and-a-half steals per contest. Three seniors depart the North Butler girls basketball program. And, of course, state tournament week going on in Des Moines. We have three area teams that will be making their way to Wells Fargo Arena. One of those is West Fork qualifying for the Class 1A state tournament. And KLMJ listeners can learn more about the team tonight on 104.9 FM. Radio on the Ghost Meet the Warhawks program will feature roundtable discussions with the players and coaches about their fabulous season and a preview of the state tournament. Meet the Warhawks airs tonight on KLMJ at 6 p.m. on 104.9 and on the stream at Radio on the Ghost. It will be available afterwards on demand as well. If you miss it, number five, West Fork will face number four rated Remsen St. Mary's in a quarterfinal game coming up Wednesday, 3.15 p.m. inside Wells Fargo Arena. Pre-game coverage begins at 2.45 that day. All West Fork State Tournament games air on 104.9 KLMJ. Over on KQCR, we have two more teams going to the state tournament. Applington Parkers bringing Dyke New Hartford qualifying for the Class 2A bracket. And we have Meet the Team shows for those programs tonight. Meet the Wolverines will be at 6 p.m. for Dyke New Hartford and Meet the Falcons follows at 7 o'clock both on 98.9 KQCR and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com and they will also be available to listen to following the program on demand. Number 8 Applington Parkersburg will face the number 1 seeded Dyke New Hartford team so they play each other in a quarterfinal game coming up tomorrow night, Tuesday, 6.45 inside Wells Fargo Arena. The pregame coverage will start a half hour ahead of tip-off at 6.15 p.m. on 98.9 FM and we will follow whoever wins that on to the next round and through the state tournament as far as they go for all the teams, KLMJ and KQCR. The state basketball tournament does begin in Des Moines here this morning. The big schools take to the court first. Johnston against Southeast Polk at 10 a.m., followed by Waterloo West against Ankeny Centennial. Top-seeded Pleasant Valley plays Valley uh, West Des Moines Valley at 1.30 p.m. West Des Moines Dowling plays Davenport North at 3.15. Then 3A, 5 o'clock today, Esterville Lincoln Central, top-seeded, will play Vinton Shellsburg. Again, that's at 5 o'clock. Benton Community Bobcats against Des Moines Christian Lions at 6.45. Also in 3A, Solon against Dubuque Wallard at 8.30 p.m. this evening at the Girls State Basketball Tournament, day number one. And also tonight on KLMJ, you'll hear Iowa State men's basketball against West Virginia. Pre-game at 7 o'clock and tip-off is at 8 p.m. And that is going to do it for Radio on the Go Sports for a Monday. Try to stay dry out there. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.